ladies and gentlemen, to JWF Monday Night Ignition. I'm your host, Silver Spoon, joined by a man who's had one hell of a start to 2022. It's Captain Tits. Thank you, Sills. Glad to be back at the desk again. That is right. I mean, I, I know personally you've kind of gone through some trials and tribulations with the addition of our brand new show, JWF Defiance, which is going to be coming to you live here on the Fight Boys YouTube channel this Wednesday at 6 Central Time, 7 Eastern. Tune in and check it out. But of course, Defiance, that's the new guard. But that does not mean that Ignition is dead. Ignition is still here. Ignition is alive. And we are moving forward into another great year of professional wrestling. That is 100% true, Sills. Last week at the Timmy's, I decided it's time to just let bygones be bygones. Let, let Scotty and Blake do their thing and I'll do mine. And my thing is JWF Ignition. That is right, Tibbs. And before we can get anything going, why don't we talk about our power rankings? Because at the end of the day, this is no longer just a small roster we used to have. The JXT roster has been blended in. There are some talents there that we've already seen make an impact, like our brand new captain's champion, the man known as Crush Atlas, a veritable history maker. And then when you look at our women's power rankings in the top three, you can already see it's all very similar down the board. One victory, one loss for the top three for each of them. Number three, Lucretia Pendragon, a woman we have not seen in action lately. Number two, Emily Ireland, a woman who now holds a victory over the JWF Women's Champion. I mean, Emily was the last JXT Women's Champion. You know she is going to be aiming straight for the heart of the champ. Absolutely, Sills, and I, I do have to say, this is this is just prime, prime placement. Anything could happen in the JWF women's division right now, and <laughs> anything could be on the tape. That is right, but there is one big meal that is on the plate of our women's champion, Val Curry, and it is the number one contender, the woman known as Ayana, who won an epic last stand Cananza at the Snappening, the final JXT pay-per-view, and Scotty Moore made the declaration whoever won that Cananza was going to get a big prize, and we re he revealed it earlier today as a number one contendership. And you know, we've seen Ayana versus Val Curry in the past, but now you got to think the intensity is going to be dialed up to 11. Of course, Sills and Ayana, she's going to want to come into this year hot. She's going to want to come into this year making a statement. And that's all going to be based on how Val Curry feels like she's going to be fighting this new Ayana. That is right. Now on to our tag team division. Sitting pretty at number three. Former champions, Bananas in Pajamas. One victory, two losses. Much like number two in the power rankings, the Wild-Eyed Southern Boys. One victory, two losses. And then sitting at number one is the cash-in-the-bag holders known as Legion. At any opportunity, they can cash in and challenge our tag team champions, Demon Inc., for a shot at their titles. But in my opinion, I mean, Demon Inc. won Tag Team of the Year at the Tibby Awards, and they made a declaration that there's pretty much no team in this company that they think are willing to step with them. Indeed, Sills Lawrence Whitney also seems to think that the other tag teams in the division are afraid of Demon Inc. That is that remains to be seen, but I can completely understand the sentiment. This has turned the, the tag team division of JWF on its head. 
That is right. Now, finally, on to our men's power rankings. At number five is a man who has fought for the title before, has been successful recently on pay-per-view. The man known as Chuck Gibbons. One victory, one loss. The man's 50-50 in these singles matches. But also, you got to consider for him and for everyone else on these power rankings, the advent of JWF Defiance. These men are going to be tested a whole lot more frequently. We are going to see these numbers fluctuate a lot more than we have in the past. I have to agree with you, Sills. I think it's actually going to be very interesting to keep up with since we've uh, introduced power rankings. Now with JWF Defiance, now with things being decided uh, not, not uh, so far ahead of time as they were under old Tibbs's book, I think that this top five is probably going to see so many more changes this year. We're probably not going to be able to keep up. That's right. And sitting at number four is is Robert Hill, the former champion, was very humble last week receiving his Tibby Awards, claiming that he wants to work his way back up to number one to face the Dillon once again to get that rematch. Three victories, three losses. Once again, a 50-50 shot for Robert Hill. Then at number three, the man known as Blake Tanner. Three victories, one loss. And Tibbs, let me tell you this right now. All of these guys, number two, the Jebedook as well, sitting tall. All of these men are going to be in one of the biggest tournaments in this company's history, the J1. A tournament that is going to be going from this Wednesday all the way to Palooza. Six former JWF champions and six former JXT champions are going to be part of Block A and Block B, respectively. And they are going to be absolutely duking it out for points to see who's going to be standing tall and number one contender at Wrestlepalooza. Exactly, Sills. Each block, every man is going to face everyone in their block. So we are about to see this win-loss record change a lot. That is right, and then number one with a bullet, Scotty Moore, five victories, undefeated in the company at this point, and Tibbs, let me tell you something right now, Scotty Moore also has something that none of the other people on this power rankings can say, and that is a victory over our champion, the Dillon, a man who has been undefeated since the birth of JWF Ignition, a man who many people thought wouldn't be able to be taken down, Scotty Moore managed to do it at the uh, 11th hour, as it were, and you know that has got to be getting in the mind of the champ. Yes, yeah, so that is very true. Uh, Dylan is going to have that, that, that loss hanging over his head, and on the other hand, Scotty Moore is going to have the momentum. Uh, of course, at this time, he has uh, an undefeated streak, streak of his own that he's working on. That is right, and I mean, not only that, you got to think about moving forward. I mean, number one contendership, if Scotty wanted the Regal Rumble, he could go for the Dillon once again, get that title, change the entire main event scene ahead of Wrestlepalooza, but you know our champion wouldn't like that too much, which is why backstage we have him with one of our top interviewers to discuss the absolutely hectic month it's been for the Lord of the Smart Side. Let's have a listen. Ladies and gentlemen, Don the Don McDonald, backstage here with a man who has had to have been through a whirlwind of emotions in the past month, the JWF World Heavyweight Champion, the Dylan. Now, Dylan, you've won the title, you lost your undefeated streak to Scotty Moore, then you bounced back and were announced as Wrestler of the Year. I mean, how have you been holding up with all these big mo moments? It's been a roller coaster. Thank you, Don. Thank you. Yeah, it is. It is humbling, I suppose, to have this kind of year. 
You see, having this belt means that I know that I'm the best in this company. And having this award means that everyone else out there knows that I'm the best in this company. And it's something that I continue to prove week in and week out. Except when I stood across from Scotty. Now don't get me wrong, I am very proud of Scotty with what he's done in JXT, with what he's done in his career. But I will not stand here and lie and say that I am happy with the conclusion of our last confrontation. And I assure you that when the next round comes, it'll be the round that puts Scotty Moore down. Well, I am sure the hero of the JWF is paying close attention to your reign, D, but I know another man who's been keeping a close eye on you is your original opponent from crossing the line, Mark Plays, a man who last week at the Tibby Awards issued a challenge for your championship at the Regal Rumble. Do you have any response to Mark Blaze? Who, Mark? You know what? I kind of like Mark. Reminds me of myself years ago. Big man with a big ego, trying to make big strides in his career. A lot of power in and out of the ring. You know, strength of personality, force of nature. You see, we both lost to Scotty that weekend. You see, there's a difference between him and me. See, I moved on because I know that my career won't be tarnished by one loss to Scotty Moore. You see, his, his will, see, he doesn't have enough behind him to offset that loss, and so now he's hungry. He's got something to prove. And I want to let you know, Mark, that if you still have that hunger soon, I'll be there at the rumble waiting. Well, Tibbs, there it is right there. The Dylan never wanted to shy away from a fight, and he says, hey, Mark plays, we are, it's almost like looking in a mirror. If you want a tango, we can. And that's going to be one hell of a matchup at the Regal Rumble. I do have to say so, Sills. Uh, two distinguished careers like this. Mark plays, of course, comparatively short, but extremely volatile. And the Dylan, who has just held down the fort, as it were, over the last uh, year. This is going to be an explosive event. That is right, Tibbs. But I do... Want to discuss with you, Tibbs, unfortunately, something that has received a little bit of backlash from the Tibby Awards, and it is the fact that on a historic night like that, that is supposed to be celebrating our biggest and greatest, one of the biggest moments people talking about are actually the meltdown your son had while announcing the Rookie of the Year Award, coming out and basically denouncing the entire event. Uh, do you have any response to this? Little Sills, look, he's just... He's very upset right now, and listen, as a, as a Tibbs, I can understand that. We got a volatile streak in us, us Tibbses. And Chuck, he just doesn't know how to deal with it. Sometimes he lashes out, he says things he doesn't mean. Probably. Alright, well, I, I can see he's heading to the ring right now. I've been told you have asked him to make a public apology here. I, I can't wait to hear what the hell this kid's got to say. So... I've been asked to come out here tonight and apologize for my actions at the Tibby Awards. My father has informed me that it was immature and unprofessional of me to express my frustrations 
at my lot in life during a moment that was supposed to be about celebrating the wrestlers of this company. And for that, I do apologize. Mark Plays deserved better. And Robert Hill, well, he probably deserves worse, let's be honest. But let's not worry about that, okay? Let's worry about now. Because the only person standing in this ring right now is me. And Dad, I'm sorry if you thought I was unprofessional then. Just wait till I get on a roll right now, you asshole. Because you people in this audience have done nothing but boo me and jeer me for being myself. For being someone who does the right thing. Who steps in the ring and fights for my own honor. Meanwhile, who are you cheering nowadays, huh? Scotty Moore? Guy who literally sent my elderly father careening through a flaming table from 10 feet in the air? <laughs> yeah, real white meat babyface right there. Oh, or what about you JXT fans? Uh, who do you love? Shitty Terry? Literal drug addict that uh, comes to work every single day, hopped up on whatever the hell he can find in the dumpster? <laughs> he hasn't even, he's done things that haven't even been invented yet. Damn. Real good judge of character right there, people. Or hey, what about Blake Tanner? You know, the guy who was last seen stomping men's heads in, breaking their fingers just so he could get his way. Ask Funky Flossie about that. Guy who took his own best friend, sent him skull first into the window of a car. This guy who lied and cheated and stole his way to his own triple crown championship. Yeah. You know, the more I'm talking, the more I'm realizing I'm delighted to receive your choruses of booze, people. Because I see what makes you cheer is garbage, like Robert Hill or Blake Tanner, that makes this... Oh, oh, ladies and gentlemen, you can listen to that right now. That is the music of Blake Tanner, one half of the commentary team for JWF Defiance, but he is also a competitor in this company, and I don't think that the owner of Defiance is out right now, Tibbs. I think that is a competitor staring down your boy. Certainly looks like it, doesn't it, Sills? You can see the daggers. Well, why don't we go down and hear what the apex of excellence has to say in response to Chuck Dibbs. Chuck, 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 Chuck. I'm sorry for interrupting. I know this is your time. This is your moment. You're really working through some things. It's just that it feels like a lot of that was aimed towards me, right? Like all the other examples, you kind of just glossed over, went through... But it seems like you really wanted to hammer home just how bad of a guy I am to the audience that kind of already knows that, man. I mean, I'll be the first to admit it. I fucked up. I fucked up a lot this last year. And at the end of the day, I'm sorry. And you may not accept it. I don't care if you accept it or not. But this audience does. Because they know who I am. And they know where I stand. But as for you, what have you been doing, Chuck? You've been hiding yourself away for years, haven't you? You've been trying to stand tall as the son of Captain Tibbs, the next in line, the true heir to the JWF. Those are the things that you say. But the truth is, you're just as full of shit today as you were when I kicked your ass in 2017. And hey, you might have the blood of Captain Tibbs running through your veins. But you are the last person in this company to be able to act like him. I mean, look at what Tibbs did last week. 
came up, he was a bigger man, and he accepted that he was wrong. Captain Tibbs accepted he was wrong. After all of that, <laughs> he did give me a show before you, though, so <laughs> I don't know. Oh, speaking of that, Chuck, uh, you know, speaking of JWF Defiance, we are kicking off the biggest tournament in JWF's history this Wednesday, and, well, you got some things to work through. I got some things to work through. I just think I figure that, uh, you know, maybe I want my first match to be this Wednesday. Maybe. Hell. Why don't you and I have the first match in JWF Defiance history, Chuck? I mean, that sounds like something the son of Captain Tibbs deserves. And it sounds like... Well, maybe Blake Tanner just thinks he deserves to kick your face in one more time. So this Wednesday, it's going to be Chuck Tibbs versus Blake Tanner. JWF Defiance. Book it. Tibbs, I don't think we're allowed to book. He's the one who books the show. I, I think it was just more of a... I don't know. Maybe he's not used to it yet. Well, that probably is what it is, but hey, what an announcement for this Wednesday's episode of Defiance, an epic rematch. I mean, let's not forget, Blake Tanner's first test as JWF champion was facing off against your son. That was one of the first matches he had, and it really put both of them over as future stars of this company. And now we're getting to see them all the way forward today in the first ever match in Defiance history. I can absolutely not wait, Tibbs. And still, they say the more things change, the more they stay the same. And everything that Blake Tanner and Chuck have gone through for these last few years, well, they still hate each other's guts. That is right. Another match we are going to be seeing on Defiance as well, as announced by Scotty Moore in the JWF Defiance Episode Zero. Check that out if you haven't. Is the brand new Defiant Champion. A man who I don't think any of us ever expected to even hold gold in this company. AJ Steele defends his title against a JXT standout in the man called Stang. And Tibbs, they wanted that title to be about unpredictability, about never knowing what's coming next. And uh, that, uh, that main event is certainly something that highlights that. Yep. I don't even know what more to say about this, Sills. AJ Steele is... I was not expecting him to win. I don't even know who Stang is, and I don't know if we got the copyrights for that. I don't know, Tibbs, but I... Oh, damn it, Tibbs. Tibbs, he's, he's got a match this, this Wednesday. I don't know why you gave AJ Steele a slot on the show. It's another episode of Wrestle Wars, apparently, courtesy of our Defiant Champion. I don't even remember doing that. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the brand new and improved Wrestle Wars. I am your host and new Defiant Champion, AJ Steele, the man with the body of steel. And all I have to say to all of you marks at home is one thing. Ha ha ha, ha ha ha. I've been told that's how laughter works. I don't enjoy comedy, I consider it weakness. You see, ladies and gentlemen, the BS boys wanted to keep that air of unpredictability on their little show. They wanted to give everyone an even playing ground, no rules, all brutality, and they gave that unpredictability a title. The Defiant title. 
The only problem is you people at home don't seem to like it when your unpredictability is just a little bit too unpredictable, huh? You losers probably getting excited waiting to see those punks like Falcon the Dragon Slayer or Shithead Terrence get the title, right? You thought maybe an old favorite like Hollywood Hunter could grab the belt, but nah, because the one man you'd never expect seized his moment. And I used my steel beam to crack open the skulls of each and every one of your little favorites. And you know what? I can hear your comments now saying that the moment AJ Steele gets in the ring, tries to defend the title, is the moment that this belt goes away. Well, how about all you at home tune in to JWF Defiance this Wednesday because the BS have decided to use their power in office, as it were, to give me an opponent. Not an opponent worthy of my stature, but an opponent nonetheless. And a man they call Stang. And to Stang, I gotta say this. After I beat your ass in the middle of this ring and sever the vertebrae in your neck with a forearm to the back of the skull, I want you to remember this. That the only thing you can predict about AJ Steele is that he's just too damn good. And you can also predict how good you'll feel using AJ Steele's all-mask, no-trash dick enhancement cream. Now with added CBD and psilocybin mushrooms. They told me it cures COVID. Get it at your local Walgreens, baby. And you'll get an ass-whooping coming your way if you try and take this title out of my hands. We here at JWF Ignition suggest everyone go out and get vaccinated for COVID-19. Help reduce the risk and reduce the spread. Please do not use AJ Steele's dick pills as a as a way to as a way to cure COVID. Tim, is my guy. We can't. We can't keep platforming this guy. Also, I'm pretty sure that psilocybin is still illegal in the U.S. I don't even yeah. know how that... How did he do that? I do like how he wasn't willing to put weed in it, but he was willing to put high-grade high mushrooms in it. I guess so. I didn't know that that works for the dick. <laughs> actually, you know what? No, it doesn't. I bet it doesn't. Yeah, actually, hold on. Ladies, just about everything AJ Steele said during that entire segment should be disregarded. And anyone who sounds or acts like A.J. Steele should also be disregarded. But one man who's been certainly held in high regard recently is the man known as Scotty Moore. A man who, let's be honest, kind of had his back against the wall at crossing the line. JWF had th uh, two points. JXT had two points. And he was standing toe-to-toe -to -toe with a brick wall of an undefeated streak in the form of our champion, the Dillon. Now, Scotty took everything he had, strength from all of the JXT superstars that he knew he couldn't let down, and he used that to get one big victory over the Dillon. And, and Tibbs, I gotta say, the world seems to be Scotty Moore's oyster right now. You know what, Sills? You got a point there. Like we mentioned earlier, Scotty <laughs> has had some banner moments, especially in the 11th hour last year. Scotty is on an undefeated streak. Scotty is, has his own show now. Oh, anything could happen. That is right. But the proverbial hero of the JWF is in our ring right now. So why don't we hear what the future of Scotty Moore looks like? You know, <laughs> a, a couple months ago, I wasn't sure 
where my career was going next in this company. It felt like I kind of had nothing left to do, nothing left to accomplish. But now, I somehow find myself in the exact opposite position. You see, I became the new and final JXT World Heavyweight Champion. I pinned the world's champion, and I've got a whole ass show now. JWF Defiance, check it out this Wednesday at 7 Eastern, 6 Central. And I suddenly went from having no options to having a plethora of options. And to be honest, I was confused for a while there. You know, do I focus on Defiance? Do I try and resurrect the JXT Championship right here on the main roster? Do I... Do I take advantage of that little number one ranking I've got and face the Dylan one more time for the JWF Championship? Well, unfortunately, the Dylan's going to have to wait because at the Tibby Awards, a man came out to this ring and he said something that made every other option in my mind vanish. Because in my opinion, there's only one thing next for Scotty Moore. And it's not letting Momoa Curry get his ass out that door before he faces me one last time. Because Momoa, whether you want to admit it or not, there's still someone in this company that's got a whole hell of a lot to prove. And despite what many people think, I am not fully ego-driven. I don't want to be the man that retires Momoa Curry. I don't want that weight on my shoulders. I don't want to be your last match. I just want to be your next match at the Regal Rumble. So what do you say, Momoa? One more go? Well, Tibbs, let me tell you something. I, I know Scotty Moore and Momoa Curry have quite a history, and I mean, at the end of the day, Scotty Moore was the person who gave Momoa Curry the award for match of the year, and then kind of had to watch it decide as Momoa Curry announced his retirement. These two men have kind of been entangled with one another since the birth of JWF Ignition. You know what? That is true, Sills. You gotta think that Scotty Moore taken aback a little bit by that retirement speech uh, that Momoa Curry gave at the Tibby Awards and I mean obviously wants one last crack at the god of the JWF. Oh, and listen to that, Tibbs. There it is, the music of Momoa Curry. And there you can see him walking out on stage. The god of the JWF standing tall. And now he is walking to that ring staring down Scotty Moore. And it looks like the god has grabbed a microphone. Let's hear what Momoa has to say. Nearly two years ago was the birth of JWF Ignition. And with that birth came opportunity. Men went on year-long undefeated streaks, heroes rose, villains fell, but before any of that happened, I'll tell everyone here the same thing. Ignition started with two men, Momoa Curry and Scotty Moore. It started with a hot, young, upstart champion outwitting a veteran every step of the way, and, well, if it wasn't for that story, I don't know if any of us would be standing here in this arena today, and Scotty... As much as you might think you have something to prove, believe me, son, you don't. Because it's thanks to you that I have the ability to walk out here and say I retire. It's thanks to men like the Jebedok and Blake Tanner and the Dylan that I can leave because you've all proved to me that this company can survive without Momoa Curry. And right now, Scotty, you are sitting on a golden opportunity. 
You are the number one contender. You can take back that JWF championship that we fought for for so many months. You can have the whole world of this company in your hands. You can be the god of the JWF yourself. And I refuse to let you stand in your own way like this. So I'm going to have to respectfully decline your request. Well, Tibbs, I hate to say I agree with him, but at the end of the day, Momoa Curry is most certainly right. Uh, I mean, he does have a, a lot of good points here, Sills. Uh, Momoa Curry, he, he wants to step away because he, he thinks that there's nothing left to do. <laughs> I'm sorry, but who the hell said I was the one with something to prove? I beg your pardon? Well, because my entire wrestling career, from when I was a rookie, all the way to now, people like to talk about the legend of Momoa Curry, right? The man who was undefeated at Wrestlepalooza, ended that, by the way. The man who stood against any challenge. The man who was a literal god of this company. And I have faced Momoa Curry more times than I can count, and every single time it ended the exact same way with my arm raised and you laying on the mat. Falls count anywhere, last man standing, steel cages, didn't matter what the stipulation was, I would beat you every single time. And look, I might not be lacking in the confidence department, but it still makes me wonder, who the hell has everyone been talking about all these years? Because believe me, Momoa, I tried, I really did, I tried to get that godly energy out of you. I tried to get you to go 100%. I insulted your lineage. I invaded the biggest match of your career and stole your championship. I bloodied and bruised your body to the nth degree. And you had compassion for me. And that compassion, that mercy, that taking it easy on me that pissed me off more than anything anyone's ever done to me in this ring because that compassion let me know one thing that you have never seen me on your level you always tried to take it easy on me i'm the little rookie i'm a little upstart but no 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 more because I'm standing in this ring as one of only two triple crown champions in the JWF. A Regal Rumble winner, Mr. Cash in the bag, the final JXT champion. You name it, I've done it, I've won it, I've been it. Because Momoa, I'm here to tell you, you've always been right to think I'm not on your level. Because I am way above it. So I'm giving you one last chance one last opportunity to face me in this ring and really show me what you got because you know i would hate for you to retire as the god of law god of the sea and official bitch of the jwf be careful what you wish for boy because it might just be what you get well, Tibbs, um, I think we have just got a Regal Rumble match made, and I think Scotty Moore just poked a bear and awoken a god, and I think Scotty thought he was making a good decision coming out here and challenging Momoa for this match, but I am terrified to see what the god of the JWF does at full power. 
You know what, me too. So the last time that happened, the entire world almost shattered. You remember? That was not good. Um, that was a bad idea. <laughs> that was a bad idea on Scotty Moore's part right there. I don't, I don't know what. Oh dear. Well, it looks like that is made for the Regal Rumble. Scotty Moore versus Momoa Curry, but we still got a whole lot of show to get through before that, including Defiance. I know we've plugged it. This is going to be the last time this Wednesday, 7 Eastern, 6 Central on the Fight Boys YouTube channel. We are going to see the beginning of the J1 tournament featuring Blake Tanner taking on the man known as Chuck Tibbs. And in addition, we are going to see Griffin Clouds of the VWO face off against Robert Hill. And this is going to be the first test of Robert Hill uh, ever since his epic clash with Momoa Curry at crossing the line. And you know he is itching to get back in the ring. Absolutely, Silza. You got to see somebody like Robert Hill. You got to see Chuck Tibbs, Blake Tanner, and Defiance. This is going to be a stacked house. And in the main event, AJ Steele versus Stang. And what has got to be one of the most bizarre first main events in any company's history. But then we got an episode of Ignition coming right after that next week. Same time, we're going to hear from Momoa Curry in response to Scotty Moore's words tonight. We are going to hear from the man known as AJ Steele. We are going to hear from Mark Plays in his response to the Dylan accepting his challenge at Regal, the Regal Rumble. Tibbs is a stacked couple of weeks in wrestling here in JWF. Of course, those got to start out the new year right. Blake and Scotty got to start out their new show right. And I think that it's, it's going to be some pretty front-loaded stuff here. That is right. But until then, remember to support us at patreon.com slash a load of BS or pick up merchandise for your favorite wrestlers at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. Money still goes to me, though. That is right. But until next time, he's been Captain Tibbs. I've been Silver Spoon, and this has been JWF Ignition. And we will see you next time.